Welcome back to Going Long on first Thursday night edition of Going Long on First. And the line is right. What? It is? The line is right, Owen. Just like the pod. It's never wrong. How ready are you to jump into some bets this week, huh, Seth? For entertainment purposes only. Okay. Yeah, I suppose so, huh? Um, got that out of the way. Do you have an update from last week, Owen? Of course I do, Seth. A quick, uh, quick update. Oh, I thought you were going to do uh, something. You made it sound like you were going to update on the game. Oh, we'll sorry. That. I wanted to update on the standings. Let, let me pull the let's game do up it. and I'll let you know. My bad. Sorry. Miscommunication. Good deal. No go- hey, listen. Let's all just take a, take a sec to relax, huh? Jeremy, stop yelling into your muted phone, please. <laughs> we're going to figure this out. And what I got for you, <laughs> thank you, Jeremy, is what I got for you are records from the week prior. Jeremy comes in at a nice seven and eight because we had two teams on by. Nice seven and eight on the week. Seth at a nice eight and seven on the hey. week. And I come in with a six and nine record on the week. A nice. But I also lost. So not a, not the greatest week for me. Jeremy, or Seth takes the week, the week lead cumulatively through the year so far, Seth is up on me by two games. Hey. God, I had such that, a good start. You hear that, Jeremy? <laughs> yes, I hope you he heard that. He's... We had uh, Seth at a 54% win percentage. I'm at a 52 and Jeremy had a 45. I know Jeremy Oof. missed some weeks, some up, op- some opportunities to to bump that lead up. But I had such a hot start to the season, and then the last couple of weeks have killed me. Um sounds like the Packers season so, so far. We will get there, I promise. We are in week seven already. Isn't that crazy? Man, I felt like week one was yesterday, but I knew this was gonna happen. Next week, boys. Yesterday. Next week, uh, we're going to do a quick update on our predictions from the year. Lovely. Lovely. Exciting. Exciting stuff. And we'll see uh, if you guys want to stay true to your OG pick or uh, make a midseason swap. But we'll get to that next week. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But that's that's the standings. So if you got a nice game update, we got Jacksonville at New Orleans tonight. Oh yes, already, already in the into the wee early minutes of the first quarter. Um, Seth, I believe you and I have already locked in Jacksonville. Jeremy, before the update, what do you got for New Orleans at home, favored by a point and a half? What is your prediction? It is ain't the Saints. Be- so it's the Saints. Still. So- no, it ain't the Aints. 
All right. If Jeremy says so. Dawson. Jaguars. The uh, Jaguars. The New England. Sorry, the Old England Jaguars. Is that what we're going to call them? Oh, they might might as well be, yeah. The Jolly old, ye English. old English Jaguars. All right. I think you that got is right, a Seth. That's a juice then, eh? A, a soft gentleman's juice? That is indeed. No, that's a full-on juice, my boy. That's a full-on juice. You know what that means? Hit it, Jeremy. The juice is loose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank Jordan you, Jeremy. Loves bestie, didn't want to chime in. You know, yeah, sounded a lot better. That Jeremy time. did. I thought that's true thing. I don't want to steal your thunder. Though. <laughs> that's why appreciate you kind of, you know, he did. Yeah, he really didn't want to get too far into it last week. So I appreciate his respect for you in that in that sense. But no, anyway, wrong. we got we got a Jacksonville lead all of a sudden here. Five minutes left into the first quarter. Seth, what was the Jacksonville Jaguar touchdown that I missed? Uh, I also missed it, not going to lie. Uh, so I'll get back to you well, on who exactly scored that touchdown. Oh, okay. Well, I can tell you. It's a Travis Etienne oh. two-yard rush touchdown. Oh, um, beautiful. That helps my fantasy team. Love to hear game. it. So Love to So we are five minutes left in the first quarter. Jaguars 7 nothing currently. So uh, and those betting odds have turned to Jacksonville minus 5.5 off of that touchdown. And so, what did we pick them at? You know, Saints were favored uh, by a point and a half. We picked Jacksonville at plus one and a half. So we're doing oh, Jacksonville. Well. Okay. Uh, real quick update because the Saints had a scoring opportunity. Uh, they missed a field goal. Excellent. Missed a, missed a field goal wide right is what it was. Mister, miss your field goal. Just a bit outside. Right. Is that, that how the song goes? Anyway. Yes. Let's get into it. The Sunday slate. Seth, you ready? Oh, yeah. Jeremy, you ready? Five, four. You know I'm ready on. Hey, let's get it on. Starting the Sunday slate. We have actually six teams on by this week, meaning in only, uh, what is that? 13 games. We got 13 is games this, this week. This, is this the, the biggest, biggest bye week? The biggest bye week. I don't know if there are any more like it, but there are certainly no more more than it. Than it. No we more have. like it? There might be, but no more worse than it. I'll, I can say that definitively. But let's start this slate off with a couple of teams who were missing their starting quarterback, at least they were last week. One most certainly is going to miss it for multiple weeks, possibly the season. And the other perhaps making his return, the Cleveland Browns traveling to the Indianapolis Colts. Browns coming off an impressive home victory over the Niners, which Jeremy called, with P.J. Walker playing offense. Of course, Jeremy might have Deshaun. It. They might have Deshaun. Of course, he did. They might have Deshaun back, which would be a boost to the offense. Defense has obviously been super special. Jim Schwartz led defense. Uh, coming on the other side, we got Gardner Minshew, who was pretty awful last week, as fun as he's been in some weeks prior. That was against the Jaguars. And the Browns have a much better defense. Do the Browns win again here? 
still have a possibility of Watson not playing, but it does look like he's on track. The Browns are favored by three points on the road at Indianapolis. Seth. I will absolutely take the Browns and this one. No, Anthony Richardson. It is confirmed earlier this week that he is undergoing season-ending so- shoulder surgery. Like you mentioned, that vaunted Cleveland defense, which has given up like the least amount of yards in decades, I believe it was, or something like that. They will shut down the Colts. Minshew will have another bad game. Feel bad for him. Yeah, with with or without Deshaun Watson, do we know if he's playing? Did you mention that? There's a possibility he does not, but it does seem to be tending towards his return. Okay. I, I'd take Cleveland with or without him, but more comforting with him playing. Yeah, give me Cleveland for sure. Jeremy, on to you. As the original believer in the Browns on this podcast. And someone that knows Gardner Minshew's game a little too well. (laughs) He's going to give you the Derek Carr treatment. He's going to move the ball up and down the field and not score touchdowns. Give me Believeland, the Brownies. The land. The land of the Browns. I just want P.J. Walker to screen Cleveland. This one's for you after the game. Even if he doesn't play? (laughs) I was shaking my head, yes, but yeah, even. Okay, gosh, yeah, I can't even. (laughs) It's full darkness over there. Uh, Quick injury report. Joe Batonio did not practice, likely because of veteran rest. However, we got Amari Cooper, Kareem Hunt, Deshaun Watson, all limited, tending towards playing. Not too much issue there. And then uh, on the other side, couple did not plays. Braden Smith being a tackle, starting tackle for the Colts. So not a huge injury game. I am also going to go with the Browns, so you know what that means. Two in a row, I don't like this already. I feel like I should change my pick, but the juice is loose. I I like the Colts as like kind of like that upset special possibility every week. They are the type of team that can do it. Um, however, Cleveland, they've, they've messed up a couple times. Um, but, you know, one of them was a Dorian Thompson Robinson start, and he's clearly just not ready for the NFL yet. Um, PG Walker came out and he was, he wasn't bad at all, you know, but you throw Deshaun Watson in there. It, it does seem like it, that's what's going to be. Um, I'll take Cleveland by a win. Um, I don't know if the Colts are going to be able to score much. They, they got to move the ball. The, Jonathan Taylor's back. There's a possibility, but give, give me the Browns here. Uh, moving on to the next game. An NFC East divisional battle that does not include the Eagles because, boy, do they have a big one this week on Sunday night. But before we get there, we got the Washington Commanders bum, bum, traveling bum, bum, to bum, bum. Traveling to the New York Giants. Giants coming off a tough road loss at Buffalo. However, they held the Buffalo Bills to 14 points. Quite impressive. While the Commanders played well in winning on the road against the Falcons. Uh, Commanders playing back-to-back road games, but they have been the better team to this point. Um, It's just one of those things. You got the, the poorest Giants offensive line 
versus a commander's defensive line that is seems to be underachieving at least in the last few weeks. Uh, seems like Terod Taylor is still going to be starting this game for the Giants. Uh, but he does that ability to move. It, you know, there could be a little bit. Maybe Terod Taylor is the answer for the Giants, even though they just paid a ton of money to good old Danny Dimes. But, you know, he's scrapping. He's scrapping in there. So this game, we got Washington minus three traveling to New York. Seth, what do you got? Minus three. I'm surprised the line is that big. I think these two teams are even the records don't show up, but I feel like these two teams are pretty evenly matched, but I know the giants are pretty beat up. That O line is still pretty beat up. Isn't it? I know you mentioned it. It's, uh, it's looking, I'll get the official report up. I believe. I don't know if Evan Neal is going to be playing in this game. Andrew Thomas, was he back last week? Do we know? I'll let you get it. Uh, yeah, I think we, I don't know. I, I want to know what the health of that offensive line is. As I'll give you a quick outlook. Andrew Thomas did not participate in practice this week uh, okay, with a hamstring good. injury. So got, likely out. They Aaron, got Justin. Go ahead. Yep, that's it. They got Justin. Ju- right. Justin Pugh He's at left tackle. Justin. That's probably what he was going to say. That's right. That's right. Um okay. Just Give me Washington. The <laughs> there it is. You want Washington. Okay. Straight uh, off Evan the couch. Neal, yeah, give Evan me Neal did not practice on Wednesday, but uh, was limited on, on today. So there's you know what? I, back. I'm jumping on the uh, on the Sam Hell bandwagon. I like him. He's oh, scrappy Sam player. guy, huh? Uh, he's scrappy, you know. He he's his numbers aren't terrible. He he uh, he's got got that gunslinger mentality where he's throwing the ball around everywhere. But he makes some big plays too. I like it. Give me give me Washington bit of, because of that. A little bit of Taylor Heineke in him, huh? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I suppose Washington for Seth. He says, Jeremy, if. You can hear me. Washington minus three on the road. What do you got? Can you hear me, friend? Yes. Can confirm. Give me the command sheets. Oh. Hey, oh. That'd be a good team name. Oh, now you're going to do it. Am I going to do what, Seth? What am I going to do? Are you going to do it? Give me the New York Giants. Hell, we home. did it. Plus three. He did it. Plus three points. I don't love it, of course. I hate the Giants, but I got a newfound <laughs> little does. like. I got a newfound little soft spot for Terod Taylor in that starting quarterback position. I watched that Buffalo game, and I'm like, man, they're really scrapping right now. That defense held up the task, forced Buffalo into some bad predicaments. Terod Taylor, no touchdowns, but still, you know, he was. He was in it. He was fighting. And Washington, a much mm, less dominant force on both sides of the ball than Buffalo has shown to be. I'm going to give the chance. I love a home dog. I couldn't do it for Indianapolis. I do like it a little better for the Giants with the same spread. Came in the Giants. Moving on to the next game. All right. 
Another divisional battle, we got the Atlanta Falcons traveling to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Both teams coming off disappointing losses, but a big divisional game since that division is still wide, wide open. Bucks didn't do much on offense last week. We got an Atlanta defense that's young, it's got some talent, but still yet to really prove itself. Are we looking for Baker Mayfield to get back on track here, or is Desmond Ritter all of a sudden forming into shape? Tampa Bay, minus two and a half at home, Seth. No road dog for me on this one. Give me the Bucks. The Bucks. I didn't have a lot of faith in the Bucks coming into the year, but the first couple weeks they played well. And even with a poor showing last week, I think they do come back a bit. And they do take down the Falcons. Bucks defense has been playing very well this year. Uh, Tampa and Baker really haven't turned the ball over much, which is, you know, obviously a, a big thing for them. Uh, they got to get that ground game figured out a bit, but they do have the weapons with Godwin, with Evans, you know, those two. Atlanta, they're scrappy as well, but I don't trust Desmond Ritter at this point. You know, he he's turned the ball over too much, and he's kind of been the one holding them back. If I was, I mentioned this to Jeremy earlier. I think if Kirk Cousins were to go to any team, I think Atlanta would be good uh, because he would really take a step up. I think Desmond Ritter, as much as I liked him coming out of college, he really hasn't shown he hasn't shown that he's the guy, um, but until he does, I'm going to stick with Tampa in this. Tampa for Seth, Jeremy, big Baker Mayfield fan. What do you got on the Falcons at Tampa Bay? Tampa Bay minus two and a half. If it hadn't been that it's Desmond Ritter and they're away, I'm going locking this shit up, Atlanta. If one of those two things wasn't true? Yes. Yes, absolutely. If one of those things wasn't true, I'd be taking Atlanta. But Ritter doesn't like to play away from home. Baker Mayfield is dangerous as fuck. I don't know if I'd go that far. (laughs) Well said. Well said. No, (laughs) that's the man right there. Well said. Uh, So Tampa Bay for Jeremy, eh? Jeremy on the road Give is quite entertaining because you don't know what he's going to say and when he's going to say it. This is a fighting Baker Mayfield. <laughs> and you can never see his facial reactions either, so you don't know <laughs> if something like a, if a bomb is about to be dropped or not. That's true. I love it. I love it. Uh, Tampa Bay for both you guys. I'm coming into this game with Atlanta, who I really liked going into this season, and Tampa Bay, who I didn't. Atlanta is underperforming from what I thought. Tampa Bay is overachieving from what I thought. I might ride the wave here. Give me the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Holy crap. So you know what that means. Man, Owen goes against his division winner in all this with a surprise non-upset. The juice is You can't win them all. Loose. Can't win all the games, Seth. Can't win all the can't even win all the divisional games for you know most teams that actually do win the division. Um, I was real split on this. Um, 
but I kind of hold that same thought that Jeremy just said. If either it wasn't Desmond Ritter or they were playing at home, give me the Falcons. For now, I think Tampa Bay takes care of business. They had a tough task against Detroit last week, got stalled out. That that middle of that Buccaneers defense really stout. It Arthur is. Smith seems like a guy that can kind of scheme up around it and really get Bijan into space. However, he is limited by the quarterback spot. I was just I heard something, I can't remember who said it. But they're just trying to make a point about how talented that Atlanta roster is. If Tam, if Tom Brady started the season as the Atlanta Falcons quarterback, they'd probably be an NFC favorite. You know what I mean? Because that offense scheme seems very good. They got such, such, such a big talent gap at a lot of positions and a lot, a lot of youth too. But it's just they got to figure out is can Desmond Ritter be the guy? I just I don't think so. Maybe at some point he flips it on this year. They just got to figure that out, and then I'm and I'm back on board. But give me Tampa Bay. So moving on to the next game, yet another divisional battle. Buffalo up, traveling to. Oh, gotcha. Let me give you a quick update on the game as we transition. Well, you don't got to yell at me, Seth, but I I I, I understand. All right, timeout. <laughs> Can I get a T? Uh, um, Jacksonville's turned the ball over twice in the first quarter. Two fumbles. Good Lord. And the Saints have three points off it. It is currently 7-3 to three as we draw near to the end of the first quarter. Not quite there, but about a minute left in the first. 7-3, Jags are getting the ball after the Saints kicked a gimme shot field goal from like the four yard line they had a chance to tie it up but couldn't quite hit it i'm actually i'm playing a little playing a little mini game while you're talking here seth i'm just trying to figure out where jeremy just stopped for food i hope it's culver's you take a guess you say culver's i say mcdonald's all right Uh, neither are right take another guess seth this is trivia for the night (laughs) dairy queen Oh well, I assumed he, I assumed he hit Bloomer on the way up, and there's like Ah. McDonald's, Dairy Queen. What else is in Bloomer? That's it, probably. I don't know. I don't know, but they might let me down hard here when they tell me they don't accept Apple Pay, and I go, "Fook." Yeah, because you don't have your cards or what? (laughs) Um, either way. Either way, good good guess, Seth. Uh, next game, though. Yeah, that's the thing. But that's pretty much the story of the New Orleans team this year so far. Super good defense. Yep. Offense lets them down. And there they are, 3-3. Three and three. Um, But we'll monitor it as it goes here. Next game, we've got the Buffalo Bills traveling to the New England Patriots. Patriots are a mess right now, but the Bills didn't look great in beating the Giants on Sunday night. Doesn't matter here. Bills have owned the Patriots in recent years, and this version of Bill Belichick's team is quite awful. Bills favored by eight and a half points on the road to New England. Seth, what do you got, Ski? Eight and a half, eh? Yes. I don't care what it is. Give me oh. the unquestioned best player in the league. Josh Allen, of course. This this almost feels like a trap game 
for the Patriots because of how bad things are for New England right now. And Buffalo is obviously looking a lot better. But I don't care. I'm not going against my boy, Josh Allen. Patriots are in absolute disarray. Even if New England and Bill Belichick can slow Josh Allen and that offense down, the Patriots don't have an offense either, and the Bills' defense is just as good. So they will obviously be able to contain them and control them. It's just if that Buffalo Bills offense can wake up a little bit, we shall see. But I'm taking the Bills regardless. Fair enough. Bills for Seth the man. Jeremy, Bills by eight and a half on the road to New England. What are you thinking? New England for sure. <laughs> for sure? For Damn. Sure. That's a hefty line. It is quite big, especially for a road dog. Let me tell you some about being a road dog, by the way. Tell me. Just eat you yourself ice cream. Ice cream. Top punch Sunday, my boys. Owen, here's my reasons. There's no way Bill continues to spiral like this. There's just no way. They're going to get little glimpses, hit and miss, of looking okay. And those glimpses are, are going to for sure come against AFC East teams. This is bound to be one of them, right? Have they played yet this year, or is this their first matchup? I believe it is their first matchup. I think so as well. It is. I If they're going to get the Bills one of the two games, it's going to be the first one. The Bills kind of had a little bit of a dookie last week of a game. Um, the Patriots have had a few of those. But I just feel like if the Patriots are going to knock the Bills off their, their peg once, it's going to be the first time they play. Give me the Patriots to keep it close. The Patriots? Owen. Let yes. me give you a little uh let me give you a little historical reference here before you make your pick. Okay. Feel free. The last four games, Bills have won all of these. Patriots haven't beaten the Bills since 2021. That's two years now. Last four games they've played. Bills have scored 35, 24, 47, and 33. Patriots 23, 10, 17, 21. All double digits. Bills are owning this. Even with a better Patriots team the last couple years and a better Bill Belichick, Bills have owned this series. There you go. A little food for thought, Owen. A little food for thought. I appreciate it. You'd really solidify it if you told me that they that the Bills blew them out by nine points at least in the last, you know, four games. But, and they have. And they have. All right. Buffalo Bills. That's it for me. I'm going to stick with the Billskis. Um, I just think they're a lot better. I don't know what happened against the Giants. I'm not sure what quite stifled them as much or why they're such a handful. Patriots are tanking for uh, Patriots are tanking for Caleb Williams. Is is Caleb or is the Patriots on Caleb Williams' list of teams he played for? <laughs> yeah, are they going to give him ownership? <laughs> I mean, Seems like he's only going to play for the Packers then. I mean, if if, uh, if the Bears are smart, they'll just give him the franchise. <laughs> you don't even need to play football. You can just have this shit. What if he turns hey, into a Jamarcus Russell situation? They need to, uh, I think it'd be they need for, to ask Aaron Rodgers first for that. 
That's hilarious. I think they'd be more of the Johnny Menzel thing. Comes in with a bunch of hype. Um, but uh, no, I seeing that where he asks for ownership, if it's legit, is pretty bold. Pretty bold. No, see, Jeremy, again, um, a conversation that I have to bring up probably weekly at this point, just as a gentle reminder to the listeners out there. This was a rumor that was uh, first reported on, at least in a popular sense, by uh, a, 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 an ex-account called ML Football. Now, let me tell you a little bit of something about ML Football and GPA Football and Dove Climbing and whoever this we fucking weird CBS reporter that had 265 fucking followers uh, that you tried go. to tell me about a rumor about Patrick Sutan to the Eagles this morning. Let me tell you, these guys are an absolute fucking menace. These guys are a problem for the game of football, for viewership of football. The Shield will be fine. These fucking asshats out here spreading rumors on the internet. Not going to affect the Shield. They're going to affect my, my enjoyment of the Shield. Because these fucking idiots come out here and they spread these dumb rumors because they heard it from any other, literally any place else on the internet. They could point to this goddamn fresh account made yesterday and say, look, this one account said Patrick Sertan to the Eagles imminent. And then all of a sudden Dove Kleiman with his millions of followers is going to say, hey, sources say Pat Sertan to the Eagles is a done deal. And I got to sit there and be like, I can't. No, they're muted. They're done. They're off of my radar. They should be off of your radars too, unless it comes from Shefty or Rappaport or even – I don't like Mike Florio. If it comes from Mike Florio, that's 10 times more uh, important to look at than it is from freaking Dove Climbing or ML Football. Screw these guys. They're a menace. They should be, I don't know, thrown in jail and locked up. Hold and there you go. I could go further, but I, I put a lot of energy into that. I'm Thank almost you, out of breath, and I still got many, many more games to go through. So let's just let's backtrack. Put, let's put that on repeat, eh? So you think Pat Sertan's a lock to the Eagles, though, right? It's, That's what he said. Apparently, it's him That's what he said. CBS has reported this freaking f- reporter with 260 followers reported that today. So be ready, people. Oh, and even if it happens, don't matter. It's not going to help at all. The guy still sucks. Can I report something What's quick? Feel free. As according to sources, uh, Jags just scored a touchdown. Travis EC, ETN with another with yet one. Yet another, huh? With a yet yeah. another one. Are we looking at 14 to 3? 14 to 3, baby. Excellent, excellent. Good news for all you Jacksonville batters out and about. With that, we go to the next game. The Las Vegas Raiders traveling to the Chicago Bears. Raiders. Looking like a game between backup quarterbacks at this point. We got rookie Tyson Badgent for the Bears and probably Brian Hoyer for the Raiders. Jimmy Garoppolo still has a chance, but we're still looking down the barrel at Brian Hoyer versus Tyson Could be Aiden Badgett. McConnell. What was the story about Tyson Badgent? He was a he was the starting quarterback for the Colorado School of Mines. Yes, is that what I was reading? And this uh, guy is what a what a world that a year ago you were playing for like a Division three no name school, out. and now you're starting quarterback for the Chicago Bears. 
packed out crowd of uh, 6,000 people. Now he goes to 60,000 people. Yeah, with millions watching at home. Um, <laughs> and maybe not millions. millions. You think yeah, maybe this people are watching the Bears? You, well, yes, unfortunately, because that's the NFL. But I still get your <laughs> point. Um, when you just put it like that, Tyson Badgett versus Brian Hoyer, probably a big edge for the Raiders. And they have been playing better, and their defense has pretty much been winning games for them. I think this is going to be an easy one, but you guys tell me. We got Las Vegas minus two and a half at Chicago. Jeremy, you can start if you are ready. Give me that line one more time. Vegas minus two and a half at Chicago. At Chicago? Yes. There's no chance Field is playing. No, I think he's out. I thought I seen a rumor that they were going to – yeah, same rumor that Pat Sertan's going to the Eagles, probably. <laughs> well, timeout, timeout. Is it his throwing hand or is it his? Uh, throwing hand. It is his throwing hand. He has avoided surgery, he says, but will n- miss at least this week's game, according to NFL Network's Ian Rappaport. Thank you. Where are that guys? Um, I miss that guy. This <laughs> I miss that guy. So do I. Dislocated thumb. Um, as yes. someone that's dislocated a thumb before, oh, and you actually looked at that dislocated thumb if you remember. Oh yeah, um, yeah. It, was, it, was, it wasn't. It wasn't good to look at. It was pretty gruesome. I also snapped mine though, so it was a little different. To grip a football shortly after that is not going to be easy. Is it in Chicago? Yes. Yeah, there's no way he's playing. And if he does, the Bears are – they're pulling a two-way here, two of Dolphins. Um, Hoyer is way more interesting of a player than this other guy. No offense. Um, <laughs> Owen, speak of that college. You and I both know someone that actually almost played quarterback there. I'll mention that post-pod. But uh, okay. give me the Raiders to utilize the best player on their fucking team. Some guy with dreadlocks that catches the football back shoulder real well. Oh, um, Max Crosby? Yeah, give me the – no, his name is actually Chandler Jones. Um, but, yeah, this guy's got dreadlocks. <laughs> no, give me the Raiders to just outright win this game because, man, oh, man, if they don't start utilizing Adams the right way, I'm going to steal him away from the franchise. Give me the Raiders. The Raiders. Yeah, Raiders. Yes. Lovely. Good deal. Seth. What do you got? All right. Hold on. I need – I got to find my sources. Well. One second. I just – I got to look at one thing quick. What, what's the line again? Vegas, minus two and a half at Chicago. So how about you just cite your sources, okay? No. Please do. And make them reputable. A good journalist never reveals their sources. Number one rule right there. Okay, Dove. Yikes. Give me the Bears. Da Bears. In an upset, home dog, Owen's favorite. I want the Chicago Bears. Tyson Badgett? You betcha, baby. Justin Fields, who? 
is what they're going to say after this game. They don't need Khalil Herbert. <laughs> they don't need Rashawn Johnson. They got Deontay Foreman. They got Tyson Badgett. All the way, baby. They should have beat the Vikings now, what, last week. They're what was, the you did say one thing, week. though. You did say one thing that I really do mess with. Uh, give me a lot of Deontay Foreman for sure. I like that guy, and I like him on my fantasy team. So give <laughs> me why. him like a 250 outburst and three tutties. Seth, what I gotta ask, what did you look at? What did you have to look at to confirm your opinion of Chicago plus two and a half? Nothing. I just had to give me a second to look to think. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you trying to confirm DeAndre Foreman? No, 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 no. I just had to uh, decide if I was really gonna go down that road or not. I was looking. I was well, looking at some stats. I was looking at some stats, but they don't really matter because these two teams are too close to each other. Yeah. Well, that you know, it doesn't matter. Leave it to Seth to go down the road less traveled, and the road less traveled more for a reason. But give me the Las Vegas Raiders playing better as of late, and yet they still give Devontae Adams, one of the best players in football, two catches last week. Good God. That's got to change. And that's and why the will. Raiders are going to lose. Give me the Raiders to not repeat the same mistake and beat the gosh dang Chicago Bears. Unless it's a, you know, unless it's a. Da Bears. Uh, unless it's coming from the top. Unless Mark Davis is telling McDaniels, no, we can't. We can't be mid this year. We got to tank. Because Caleb would want to come and I'd give him ownership. That's what Mark Davis says. I'll do anything to win. Just win, baby, win. Next game. All right. Kind of a heavyweight belt. A very interesting matchup. The Detroit Lions, the 5-1 Detroit Lions, traveling to the Baltimore Ravens. Lions playing back-to-back road games, but Ravens coming off a London trip. Ravens haven't quite clicked yet on offense, but it's got to be coming. Problem is the Detroit defense is really, really good. I said that wrong. I wanted to say pretty, pretty good, and then I kind of combined the words. They're good, okay? Damn it. Even with that, are we looking for the Ravens and Lamar to find a way to win this one, or does Dan Campbell keep on rolling? Baltimore minus three at home against Detroit. Seth, what do you got? Lock me in for Motor City Campbell, baby. MCDC all the way. Next week, I'm making a change for my coach of the year. Spoiler alert, it's going to be Dan Campbell. Hey-o. The uh, Lions, the new Detroit Lions, brand new Lions, as some would say. Brand new Lions. Are... One of the elites. And they're going to show that on Sunday against the Ravens, who have a plus 500 record. They're at 4-2, but I don't think they're as good as the record says. The Lions have a top five offense and a top 10 defense. They're also the number one ranked rush defense in the league. And of course, That's what the Ravens are going to try to do is run the ball. So if the Ravens want to win this game, they're going to have to pass. 
And Lamar and that passing offense just haven't shown the ability to do that. Give me the Lions all the way. Lock it in. This is my lock of the week right here. That's lock of the week. Lock of the week brought to you by Uncle Seth. Jeremy, what do you got? Jameer Gibbs is playing. No David Montgomery, but Jameer Gibbs is playing in this one. Okay. And I think that might be an underrated it factor right there. Montgomery's kind of coming into his own um, as a guy over there. But to that same effect, J.K. Dobbins being out of the Ravens offense is pretty significant, which is shown because Gus Edwards and the boys are not really taking that lead back role and running. Um, Owen, do you have an injury report in front of you? I cannot find one. I'm looking, but for some reason, they just make these where they're like, they only show one side or only show the other. I got right. I got updated injury report as of yesterday. I don't have today's, but I have yesterday's. I can give you that one, Jeremy. I'll take it. Nothing real major on the Ravens side. Um, really nothing. The only probably the big one is Marcus Williams. The safety did not practice yesterday with a hamstring injury. Uh, that's really the only big one on the Ravens. Uh, Lions, um, the only big ones there is Jonah Jackson, uh, tackle. He did not practice yesterday, but everybody else did. Brian Branch practiced, Jamar nice. Gibbs, Sam Laporta. Besides Montgomery, yeah. Yeah, Montgomery, which we know he's out. Um, yeah. Frank Ragno also practiced in a limited fashion. So overall, Lions are fairly healthy except the big one of David Montgomery. So I'm either going to be really right about this game or really wrong about this game. This is going to be like the total what team's going to out-tough the other one, just like spit vinegar and biting off fucking kneecaps. And uh, Harbaugh's been doing that for a long time in Baltimore. They never show up in the playoffs, but They've been doing it in the regular season for a long time. That front seven for the Ravens is still super ugly. Kyle Hamilton in the back, they can still get it done. I think this game, oh, what was it, two and a half? Baltimore minus three at home. Shit. That's some disrespect to Detroit. You, You wanted the field goal to win it, didn't you? I figured it would be like, a two-point game. Like, it's going to be tight, I feel like. Straight Um, disrespect to Detroit. Owen, what are you taking here? (laughs) Fair enough. You stumped him, Owen. Now, you know, again, the three points to the home team. So, Vegas is saying a very even matchup on a neutral field. I'm going to go with Detroit here. They're on a little bit more of a hot streak. I do see very similar teams here. That's my point. They're yeah. they're built very similarly, you know. Yes, I agree with that. I think, like I said, I just think Detroit's finding a little bit more success. Um, just had that Difference one here is loss in open. Detroit has a legitimate quarterback. Where Calm the Ravens there, buddy. still are trying Calm to figure down out. There. What their quarterback situation <laughs> looks like. You know what, Seth? Sometimes I'll jump on 
the train with you and just rain on Lamar's parade, but not this one. Um, I think the X factor both ways is like legit Aiden Hudson in that defense. Like if Aiden Hudson has Hutchinson. Hutchinson, my bad, Hutchinson. If he has like an Hutchinson type game, he can fuck this whole thing up for the Ravens. Now, if Lamar goes classic Lamar-esque, which we've seen flashes of this year, they could run away at this game like 42 to 27. Um, damn. So it's Ravens by three is what they're saying, right? Yep. At home. At home. Ah. He's trying to find a way to take Baltimore. That's the issue. Jeremy, just take the Lions. You know you want to. I went Lions. Seth, you took the Lions as well? Yes, of course. This means one thing and one thing only. Do it. I got to take the Ravens. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that's fair. I can't do the kiss of death. I don't know. I just, I've got. Seth, I hear you about Lamar, and, like, it's real easy to pick on Lamar all the time. But that dude is still, like, a human joystick, and he can still throw the ball. I mean, he's got one of the top ten arms in the game. It's just they don't utilize it enough. Um, I, like I said, I'm either going to be super wrong or super right, but I think Baltimore will all, outright, outright win this. It could either get ugly in one way or another, um, but – the Ravens haven't played a quarterback like Lamar. That defense doesn't know Lions four three speed. Oh, my bad. The the Lions they just don't have four three speed coming out of the backfield. I hope this is the noon game we get to watch. It might be on CBS, eh? I don't. I guess I don't know. Packers play at three thirty, so obviously they'll be on later. But I'm curious what the I got no, hey. I got no skin in this game, but uh. I mean, I'm torn because, like, that three-point margin, I think it's going to be within three ultimately. And I should go Lions, but give me the Ravens anyways. Fuck it. You want you say Baltimore wins it, so it's still pretty good with a three-point line to, to pick them on, on the line. I feel it. Um, I wouldn't bet this game. This wouldn't be one of my top five games to bet this week. This is, feels very even and a tough pick for me. I'm going to just slant Detroit slightly. But uh, I feel you. I like the Baltimore pick. I don't mind it at all. Uh, moving on to the next game. I think we're in the afternoon slate, the late afternoon slate or early afternoon slate, whatever you want to say it. Pittsburgh Steelers <laughs> traveling to the Los Angeles Rams. Now, Pittsburgh was just out west a couple weeks ago, and uh, they had a flight back. They had to stop. They had an engine failure. They had to stop in Kansas City for like, I don't know, 10 hours or something like that. They had to just chill on the plane. They might be having some fear going back out West just because of the, the whole plane situation, but they're going to take the Madden and, bus out West. They might as well at this point, Steelers still coming off a bye, while the Rams are coming off a home victory over Arizona Rams defense played very well in that game, which isn't a great thing for a Steelers offense that has had issues all season long. The Rams can attack the Steelers through the air with Matt Stafford and Puka Nakua and the newly back-to-form Cooper Cup. Didn't take long for him to shape up. Can they win this game by three points in no less? Rams by three at home against Pittsburgh. Jeremy, what do you got? Let me take this first. Thank you. Um, I am going to give you every reason why 
the Pittsburgh Steelers are a bad football team. But I oh, love Mike okay. Tomlin, and TJ Watt's really good. He says this every Let's week. Let's look on. at the points. It's because they're a bad team, Seth. Just take the Rams. We, we all know you're going to. Okay, real quick. This is my explanation. Seth, we kind of talked about it earlier in the week. The thing about it is Matt Stafford has the ability to just beat you in a game. doesn't matter what his defense does, just off his arm. He's that talented. Getting Cooper cut back, he's like the leader in receptions, yards, and touchdowns, I think, in like the last two weeks. Some crazy numbers. Other than Tyreek Hill, who's a fucking alien. Uh, Puka don't hurt. Tutu at well being a slot guy. It's just got some crazy speed. Don't hurt. They're getting running back. Is it Kyron Williams, I think, right? He's just flashing, right? If you've got a 100-yard back out of the backfield, this Rams offense is the greatest Jeremy. show on turf 2.0, right? you got too many weapons. What? I hate to rain on your parade a little bit. Kyron Williams is out for the next couple weeks for sure. Okay. That was what I wasn't sure about. Who's their guy then? Cam Akers is gone. Uh, big waiver wire pick this back, week, right? Owen. Who was that? Uh, is it Miles Gaskin? No, they no, picked they him up. But who was that? That was good. I don't I know. I have Kyron Williams, but I don't have. It was somebody that was there right around their Super Bowl round or shortly after. I can't remember who it is, but I, they're not going to give you like a hundred yards week in week out. But they've got the ability to give you some decent yardage. That's why I'm still fine with that. I don't know. I just think offense beats defense, and, and this is a game where you got to score to win the game. And the Steelers know how to not score points and put up shitty showings on offense. Um, too much good offense and too many weapons is better than TJ Watt. So give me the Rams. Also, Owen, your your whole thing is good teams beat the spread. Zach the Evans is the guy the spread. I'm thinking of. There we go. The Rams are five and one against the spread this year. The Steelers are two and three. Give me the Rams. That's the kind of logic we invite here on the Linus right, Jeremy. Thank you. Well said, my friend. I have a lot to consider here. Rookie Zach Evans, correct, will likely be the starter going into this week for the Rams. Seth, does that cement your pick, or are you going the other way here off of Jeremy's explanation? Owen, I know you love your Steelers and Kenny Pickett and all of that. Kenny Two Gloves. Rams have overachieved a bit. And I'm going to stick with them. I just, I I love the Steelers defense. TJ Watt, of course, but that offense is nearly non-existent. I don't get why they don't get Najee Harris more involved. He's a bulldozer and just, you know, let him do something back there, but they don't. They throw the ball way too much with Kenny Pickett in my opinion. Give me the Rams. Uh, Rams have Rams have weapons, like legit weapons out there with Puka, you said, Cooper. Uh, 2-2 Atwell out there is a big play guy as well. Even with Kevin Williams gone, I think there's uh, Higby. That's who it is, right? He's still yep. there? Yep. So, I, yeah. And, and the defense has played pr- surprisingly fairly well. And against this bad Pittsburgh offense i just don't i don't see it obviously the steelers defense can keep them in any game as they have this year but yeah give me the rams so just real quick they signed royce freeman and Mm -hmm. daryl henderson henderson's the guy i was thinking of got it 
Oh yeah, do hundred. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they're really preparing for a few weeks for well, Kyron. Um, you know, well said, gentlemen. Uh, if there's one thing to be said for the Steelers, it's that it's the fact that they don't have a proven back uh, starting this game. The Rams don't anyway, <laughs> and that makes it one dimensional, which would favor that dominant Pittsburgh defense. But give me the Rams. I think they're just a better team. Oh. You know, they're at home. Better team. They got the momentum. Uh, Steelers, just every minute that they remain with Matt Canada, it seems like it's just a detriment to the to the uh to the locker room, to the morale, to the fan fanship. Definitely to the fans. They hate it. I'm gonna stick with the Rams. Until the Steelers start showing something on offense that they're just missing. Give me the Rams. So you know what that means, Seth. Ayo, the juice is loose. Well said, my friend. Moving on to the next game. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Well said, (laughs) Kool-Aid, man. The Arizona Cardinals traveling to the Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks coming off a tough road loss to the Bengals last week. Only a four-point loss. Well, the Cardinals are playing consecutive road games after losing to the Rams last week. Cardinals offense struggled in that game, which is concerning. Seattle offense blew a bunch of scoring chances. Seattle, at home, favored by seven and a half points. However, I do believe this week marks the return of Tariq Woolen. I believe. I'll get that injury report up. But, Seth, why don't you start us off with a little bit of thought? Seven and a half. That is... Surprising. Steep. I figured Seattle would be favored, of course. But seven and a half, that's more than a touchdown. Correct, Jeremy? My math correct there? Oof, I don't know. Tariq Wallen, yeah. Is he returning? You can't math. Oh, and did you say Tariq Wallen is or were you digging that up? Not, is that what you're saying? not listed on the injury report right now, but DK Metcalf, however, looks to be out for this week with a ribs. Really? Slash DK Metcalf, eh? Oh. Yes. Well, that's uh Kyler Murray. Uh, Kyler Murray did return to practice this week. Don't expect him to make his return yet, but he is no. practicing. But still, that's about it on the Arizona side. And DK, the big one on Seattle, huh? Yep. I don't care. Give me the Seahawks at home. They are clearly the better team. And Arizona, while they were fun at the beginning of the year, they've kind of fallen back into the uh, into the one of the worst teams in the league mold, as we expected them to be. So give me Seattle. Well said, Seth. Jeremy, what do you got? I didn't catch the line. Seattle minus seven and a half at home. And this is in Seattle. Okay, in Seattle. Yep. Yep. Seven and a half. Jeez. Correct. Over a touchdown. Over a touchy, eh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You saying things to Kyler Murray does anything for me because I know Lost. that guy doesn't really like football. Who doesn't like football, Seth? Kyler Murray. Seth. Oh, gotcha. But, 
but Kyler Murray likes it less. I play as oh, much bad as Kyler Murray does. <laughs> he might play more than me. I don't really you know. Play more, you play more Madden than he does. No, I think you play more Madden than he does. I'm going to take the Seahawks. i got way too much faith in Pete Carroll, Gino, and the boys. Um, DK being out doesn't really do anything for me. It just means in fantasy leagues, you got to pick up that Jackson, Smith, and Jigbar or whatever because he's going to go off. Um, I think Seattle's I just – I think he's taking Seattle. Yeah, we're losing you a little bit, Jeremy. We did, we did catch most of that. I think you're just trying to say Seattle, talented roster. I agree with that. Defense is definitely coming into its own. Seth has already picked Seattle Seahawks. I'm on board as well. Arizona was a nice upset pick for me going into the first few weeks of the year here. But I think it's starting to taper off. We'll see what happens with Ky- with Kyler's return, potential return anyway. Um, I I just like that. I like that defense kind of forming into shape. And then Pete Carroll kind of proving himself back into being a good coach. You know, that's coaching right there. Uh, had some struggles. Lost to the Cincinnati Bengals, which isn't like, you know, it's not like a huge disappointing loss. Um, so, you know what that means, Seth? Welcome back, Jeremy. The juice is loose. Well said. Do we got to Jeremy? Oh, I'm Can you back. Hear us now. Okay. Switching devices and carriers. I'm back. There Just you going go. Going from there one 5G service to the next. You know what I'm saying? Jeremy, I'm going to come right to you with this next game. Let me intro it. The Los Angeles Chargers traveling to the Kansas City Chiefs. Chargers coming off a tough home loss to the Cowboys last week where Justin Herbert just didn't play that well. Now faces a good Chiefs defense. Kansas City coming off a Thursday night game, so they're pretty well rested. Chargers' pass defense is having issues. Are we looking for a big Patrick Mahomes game? He hasn't really had a big day this season yet. He's just kind of con- kind of been consistent, winning games here and there. Is this his big coming out party, his MVP campaign starter? Chiefs by five and a half at home. Jeremy, what do you got? The Chargers know how to lose games. The Chargers have Brandon Stanley, who or Staley, or whatever the hell his name is, who's supposed to be a good defensive mind. Chargers have a ton of defensive talent, and their defense fucking sucks. Give me the Chiefs and Andy Reid to absolutely cook them. Travis Kelsey is going to have, I don't know, more touchdowns than Taylor Swift has albums probably. So oh, in this lot. game alone, Kansas City. I'll That'd take be a record. My bad, not touchdowns. That'd be a catches. record. Yeah, we'll holy. We'll cow. go to catches, not touchdowns. My bad, boys. My bad, Jeebus. <laughs> but uh, now give me Kansas City. I feel for Herbert, who is apparently dating some reporter that I seen today. Good for him. Um, but yeah, is she I bigger will, than Taylor Swift? I'll take That's the, the question. Big brother in the roster. Definitely not, but probably better looking. Um, give me <laughs> damn. I don't know. I'm just saying shit. But no, I'll take uh, <laughs> I'll take the Chiefs. I think uh, the Chiefs are still the big brother in the AFC West. This is no disrespect on Taylor Swift. My apologies. I can't even remember what the other lady's name is. That said something. But watch what you say, Jeremy. Chiefs are still We're, the big you're brother. You're gonna get this pod canceled because of that. Hey, I apologize. I'm sorry. Taylor Swift is a very nice-looking lady. But anyways, 
Give me the Chiefs to continue their big brother streak in the AFC West. I feel for Herbert, his man, other than that smoking hot reporter girlfriend. That team sucks. Taylor Biscotti. Biscotti. Something like that. What's seven years older than just Taylor Biscotti, seven Taylor. years older than just We got Taylor V. Taylor in this game. Is that what you're saying? That seems to be the case. Yes. Uh either way, Jeremy going big red all the way. We knew that was gonna happen. Now, Seth, what do you got on Chargers? What was what was the line one more time? I got lost in everything Jeremy just said. I forgot what the line was. The Taylor Swift comment really threw you for a loop. Uh jeez. Was it Taylor Swift or Taylor Biscotti that got upset? <laughs> I'm gonna have to edit some of this. <laughs> uh Kansas City by five and a half at home. Oh, easy. Give me the Chiefs, of course. Uh fun Chiefs fact. Kingdom. Kansas City has the second ranked defense in the league. Who would have thought the strength of this Chiefs team was their defense and how good it's played this year? Led by, of course, Chris Jones. Nick Bolton has been a savage in the middle. And that you know, just all around, that whole defense has just been it's superb. Uh, of course, that offense is still very good with Mahomes and such. Give me Casey easy. I think I think this will be a fun game because it's the wild, wild west. But Casey by a touchdown, yeah, give it to me. You can have it. And I'll take it too. Kansas City for me as well. So you know what that means. Get Andy Reid a cheeseburger. The juice is loose. What was the commercial he does now where it's just like, explain it to me again, but do it with them nuggies. <laughs> Gets me every time. I chuckle every time. Um, give me KC. I don't love it, however. That's the thing. Chargers know how to lose a game. But they also know how to win games that they really have no business winning. It's just it's back and forth all the time. They lose the games they shouldn't. They win the games they shouldn't. They probably should have won last week at home against Dallas. That was a good opportunity for them. They did not. Here's one that I expect to be a high-scoring affair. It was both times. Everybody should win against Dallas. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. Seth was the lone survivor on that game last week. Congrats, Seth. I'm going to take Casey here. I will not be surprised if the Chargers do really show out, but uh, until they do, uh, again, I'm back on the KC train. KC all the way. So, last of the afternoon slate, three games left. Seth, it's time. The Green Bay it Packers traveling time. to the Denver Broncos. Packers coming off a bye. The Packers, but they didn't look good and losing to the Raiders. Packers are healthier now. Getting Aaron Jones back in a full-time swing will be big. Broncos are a mess. Defense is bad. Offense has issues. Can the Packers move the football here against this atrocious Broncos team? Green Bay by one and a half. On the road to Denver. Owen, if they can't move the ball against this defense that's given up over 30 points a game, regardless of the Miami Dolphins, 70-plus, they've given up multiple games over 30 points. If 
the Packers cannot score against the Broncos defense. What are we even doing here? What are we even doing? What are we even doing? What Let's are just we lock even up the season season and go home. Packers are healthy. Packers are healthy. The only guy that will not be playing in this game, most likely, is Devondre Campbell. And Owen, I'm excited to finally see if Zane Anderson is a real person. <laughs> he exists only on the injury report at this point. <laughs> He's a ghost player that just shows up on the injury report every week. I don't yes. think there's been a Zane Anderson sighting, but I'm excited to see him because he might actually play. Yes. Special teams guy, of course. Um, Yeah. They they got to score points in this game. What's the line? One more time. One and a half on the road to Green Bay. All right. Give me Green Bay, of course. Um, this is This is truly a get-right game for a young team. They're coming off a bye. They've had plenty of... They have plenty of time to prepare for this game. This is the game that they need to get them back into an upright swing. Give me Green Bay all the way. Denver, Denver's offense, their defense, of course, doesn't scare me at all. But that offense, you know, they have at times moved the ball a little bit. But our defense has overall played fairly well. Decent run. Yeah, considering. Yeah. yeah. Uh, You know, the run game's a little bit, but. But still, I'll take Green Bay and the offense the opportunity to get right. I'm and uh, uh, I'll, I'll let it. Jordan's uh, Jordan's bestie back in as well. Perfect time. Fair enough. All he right. will be back. He will return shortly. Um, I'll be back. I'm with you, Seth. Uh, if they don't win this one, my confidence will be shaken. It is not yet to this point because we knew there were going to be hiccups. And don't count out the Denver Broncos because Pat Sertan still is a dog. They've made some <laughs> changes. They've had some decent weeks. He's still on the Broncos. Um, since that Miami game. He is still indeed on the Broncos. Okay. Um, what they, they held KC under 20 points last week. That's a pretty decent job. Um, They did pretty well against the Jets, yet they still have lost both of the last two weeks. So, again, that defense can still, you know, be more of a problem than it's shown. I need to see Jordan Love play well here. It, if he doesn't, that's not going to really change anything like a lot of radio hosts would uh, beg you to believe. Yes. But I, I, I would really like to see it as a fan. It would make me happy. Give me Green Bay on the road This by a score at least. I mean – this will be the healthiest this team has been since week one. Obviously, no David Bakhtiari, but the offensive line will be healthy other than that. Healthy Elton, Jen- Elton Jenkins, I think, is is a huge thing. Yeah. He was back last week, but you know he was still probably nursing some injuries there. Aaron Jones, yeah. finally back in. Christian Watson, hopefully fully healthy. That defense is healthy, man. They were losing players left and right last week. They were down to uh, um, Eric Eric Wilson at linebacker along with Isaiah McDuffie. Quay Walker's back in. Quay Walker has been truly one of our best players on defense this year. So that's huge that he's back. I'm really – 
I'm going to be optimistic for this game, seeing how how healthy we are. Because those first couple weeks, you know, Packers are fairly healthy. Obviously, week one, we destroyed the Bears, but that's the Bears right now. But it's the Broncos. We should do the same thing in this week. Yep. I agree. Quick update on this game. We'll get there. You know, uh, we'll see if we can get Jeremy back or we can move to, uh, I don't know, how do we move to the Sunday night game without Jeremy? I guess we're gonna we we're gonna have to we're gonna have to keep it moving. Yeah. Quick update on the game: we draw near to halftime. It is fourteen six. Jags have been shut out here in the second quarter. While Saints have kicked another field goal, but Jags have the ball with a chance to go score before half. Quick update okay. there. They're making it happen, huh? They are. All right. Uh, well, we got to move on. Show must go on, as they say. We'll get his opinions at the end. But here is the game of the week. Sunday night, football night. The Miami Dolphins traveling to the Philadelphia Eagles featuring two 5-1 teams. Eagles coming off a bad loss to the Jets on the road. Well, Dolphins have won the last two over pretty bad teams. Can the Eagles regroup here, or do both teams just end up scoring a ton of points? Are we looking at a fun shootout? What are we looking at here, Seth? Philadelphia favored by two and a half at home. Philly favored by two and a half. I'm not surprised they are the home team. Obviously, if Miami was favored at home, or if Miami was at home, they'd be favored too. So you're saying Vegas thinks Miami is slightly better than Philly. Is that what you're saying? A half a point better. All right. Correct. I'll take it. Give me Miami. Hey, the road dog. Sorry, Jeremy, but nobody's really shut down Miami's offense other than Buffalo this year. Philly has a very good defense. At times they've given up. You know, the secondary is is questionable, which is obviously Miami's strong suit if philly's gonna have any chance of winning this game they're gonna need to pressure tua and philly's very good at that of course with that uh vaunted front there but miami is yet really to be shut down other than one game and that's the game they lost give me miami on the road this is looking like this will be the game of the year so far not just the game of the week but the game of the year game of the first half of the season very excited for this game. It should be a good one. What does little Eli say? There's that diaper, Owen. See that one? The, only thing, he, the yeah. only thing he says is mama. Yeah, Owen, size five diapers. I need you to steal me some of these. <laughs> okay. Not stealing diapers. Um. All right. Seth is on the Miami road dog here. The Miami road dogs. Miami, who just had Jalen Ramsey return to practice, not quite not quite ready to return to the game, but a big boost oh. to the defensive side of the ball incoming. What do you got? Sorry, quick update on the game. It was fourth and two for the Jags. They did a fake punt and got the first down. Drive continues for Jacksonville. Dang, Dougie P throwing it out. Um, back on the Dolphins. Dolphins defense is ranked 11th. Overall this year, but they're two probably their two toughest opponents thus far. 
the Chargers and the Buffalo Bills. They have allowed 433 and 414 yards to respectively. All of their other teams that they play have been pretty trash. You got the Patriots, you know, the the Broncos, teams of that sort. So Dolphins could really use Jalen Ramsey coming back. However, it's not quite happening this week yet. Jeremy, if you're ready to make your pick, I'm curious as to where you fall on this one. Philadelphia by two and a half points at home on Sunday night. What do you got? In the debut night of the Kelly Green Unis. Hey. Now let me give you some historical reference real fast. The last time. Uh Uh-oh. Sorry. Uh-oh. The last time the Eagles hosted the Dolphins while wearing Kelly Green, Doug Peterson was the starting quarterback. The, my kid's pissed. He is um, pissed. But so the last time they hosted the Dolphins in Kelly Greens, Dougie P was the starting quarterback. Ken O'Brien was the starting quarterback of the Dolphins. Randall Cunningham had a season-ending injury. The Dolphins won 19 to 14. Don Shula officially became the winningest head coach in NFL history in that game. That's so not, you're, that's so not you're picking the Dolphins? Is that what you're saying? You're picking the Dolphins? We signed Julio Jones this week. <laughs> that you did. Is he gonna play? He's, He's gonna not gonna play in this down. game, is he? Supposed to play. Apparently, this has been in the works for a while. This kid's still pissed off. Yep. Why, because Patrick Sutan is still a Bronco? <laughs> but we've taken the Eagles. Taking my Eagles at home by three, I think it'll be a very interesting game. Yes. Jeremy, riding the Eagles in what will be their toughest match to date against the Miami Road Dogs. Dolphins. Yeah, this will be a fun one, Seth. Uh, you guys are split. It's up to me to pick a side. Boy, I love them Dolphins. I love me some Mike McDaniel. I'm looking, unfortunately, for a bounce-back Eagles game here. A tight win, a field goal to win it type of deal to prevent overtime. I just – I'm really hoping – he said 19-14 to was the last time they played the – the Dolphins and the Kelly Green Unis. I think that score could be more like 39 to 34. And that is going to be a fun one to watch. Give me the Philadelphia Eagles in a close one on Sunday night. All right. So your lone dog in the Dolphins. Don't I'll take often, it. But you did it. I'll take it. it. Lefty power, baby. I'll, I'm always with Tua. I love the Dolphins. I really do. I love the coach. Love Tua. You know, love the speed. Love Mostert. Love it all. But uh, the Eagles are just something that I haven't been able to. Is this the return of still top player in the NFL? Return of Jeff Wilson, eh? He'll 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 be playing in this game. I think it is. I think it is. Obviously, Mostert still going to get you know ninety percent of carries. But yeah, absolutely. um, Look for Wilson to get mixed in here short uh, here and there. Because Wilson also very productive uh, with San Francisco and Miami last year. 
Yep. Um, just one of those silently very productive guys, just exactly like Raheem Mostert, basically. Um, but yeah, crazy all that right. Miami has four players that have all clocked in at over 23 miles an hour on the football field this year, and nobody else has in the league. It's literally just Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, Raheem Mostert, and Devon Achan. Crazy. Wild. Wild. Moving, moving on to the last game of the week, Seth. The San Francisco 49ers traveling to the Minnesota Vikings. Speaking of the Niners. 49ers. Uh-oh. Oh, because we were speaking of the Niners. Correct. 40, 49ers who lost to the Browns on Sunday are back on the road against the Vikings, who beat the Bears last week, barely. 49ers banged up on offense and might be without Christian McCaffrey and some other key players. Yet to this be determined. Will be about that San Francisco defense. Can that San Francisco front force Kirk Cousins into some key mistakes that lead to points? I think that is probably the key to the game. San Francisco favored by seven points on the road at Minnesota, Seth. What do you got? I'll look up the injury report. Thank you. That's what I was about to look at. What was the line again? One more time. San Francisco by seven. San Francisco by seven. Wow. Yep. You know what? Give me the Niners. I thought about it for a second. About maybe taking Minnesota, but I forgot this is Monday night. And that's prime Kirk Cousins, baby. That is prime Kirk Cousins. (laughs) No Justin Jefferson. No running game. Defense is average. You know, defense hasn't been terrible, but they're playing the Niners. Niners have best defense in the league. Give me the Niners all the way. This is, I I don't want to say it's going to be a bloodbath, but I, I think Niners take this comfortably. On Monday night. At least by seven, huh? At least quick in- by seven. Quick injury report. Uh, at least on the Viking side, not much to note other than starting guard Ezra Cleveland not participating currently because of a foot injury. The 49, 49er side is pretty hefty. Obviously, we got Christian McCaffrey with an oblique, Debo Samuel with a shoulder, Trent Williams with an ankle, and Dre Greenlaw with a hamstring. All have not yet participated this week. Obviously, this is a Monday. Official designations won't come out till Saturday. Not looking great, but there is an extra day to improve. Likely seeing maybe like one of them is one of them pop up and play is kind of what I would put in my head. I would say Trent Williams probably does play because he did finish the game last week. So you'd have to assume that he plays... Yeah, fair, I, enough. fair enough. They they're pretty quiet on McCaffrey. They're saying there's a chance, but you know, as they hard. should be, very strategically. Yeah. yeah, you do not want to let anything out on that, just to give Vikings a little bit of fear, just in case he doesn't. Looking at Elijah Mitchell backing up Christian McCaffrey, uh, Oren Burks, who has been playing very well at the backup linebacker spot for Dre Greenlaw, and then without Debo Samuel, I'm not even sure who they have past Brandon Ayuk at this point, but it's probably just another fast guy that makes plays and blocks down the field. So we'll see how it goes. I think Trent Williams at the tackle spot would be a bigger loss just because it is very hard for a backup tackle to just jump into a game and be successful. 
but we'll see. So that being said, Jeremy, Seth is on the San Francisco 49ers minus seven on the road at Minnesota Monday night. What do you have, my friend? Seth loves overrated players and teams. <laughs> Love them. Love it. Say that line one more time. What was it again? San Francisco minus seven at Minnesota Monday night football night. Time time. Against my better judgment. I really want to go a certain direction. My bad. That would be against your better judgment. Kyle Shanahan, Kirk O'Chains, two guys that know each other. My daughter Reagan in front of me. Let's point his knife at her and cut you guys from paying attention. Um, <laughs> just try to eat a pork chop. Jesus. Dang. But, uh, what do you think, Reagan? Niners or Vikings? Is that what you really think? Definitively. Are you sure? Yes. All right, if she says so. Do it. Y'all heard it. Say, it. Say it. For the people in the back. We'll take the Minnesota? Niners. Oh. The Niners. Oh. Bandwagon fan. Bandwagoner over here. Did you hear that? <laughs> Excellent. Excellent to hear. All right. It's time. Time for me to make my pick. Jeremy just said it against his better judgment. I'll be the one to go against his better judgment. Give me the Minnesota Vikings plus seven at home, prime time, only because of the absence of those five, four or five players that we just mentioned, Seth. Seth is almost like so stricken that he just can't even speak. What happened? What do you think? You taking the Niners? You too? missed it. You you just black out. Sorry, I was I was reading something. Blacked out. Oh, and did you take Minnesota? You were purposely purposely ignoring me. Pick the Vikings plus seven at home. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I assumed you were going to take the Niners. Owen. Nah, nah. Uh, well, thank you. Nah, Owen. Thank, thank you. I my You're allowed to. The game hasn't started yet. Seven and a half in Minnesota. Seven flat in, in Minnesota. Minnesota. Fuck it. They're gonna win it by ten. Ah. You know what? I said I could see a world where Trent Williams is held out. The 49ers buy is coming up pretty soon here. They're going to arrest these guys coming into the bye. They're going to drop a game or two. My Eagles are going to make a run and win the Super Bowl. Give me Kirk O'Chains and the boys to win this by a tutty and a, and a field goal. Oh, and I, I had it in my head, but I'm like, God, I just don't know if I can. But I can. I understand. You know what? You That's did it fine. last week. You're That's the one fine. that had the courage that, that promoted me to do it this week. You I know couldn't what? Cleveland last week. Cleveland is nowhere – or Minnesota is nowhere near the business of Cleveland. Cleveland is one of the best defenses in the league. Let's show a little respect to Cleveland. Minnesota is not that. 
That's fine. I'll take the easy W. You know, that's why I'm in first place right now is because I, I pick smart. Seth, Cleveland gave them the recipe of what to do. They got the Neil Hunter, who's the second sack guy in the league. And San Francisco should have won that game anyways. Jake Moody missed a gimme shot field goal to win the game. Brock Purdy was overthrowing everybody the whole second half. Patrick Peterson. I'll take, the, I'll take the easy so, W here. Jeremy, pick Steph. the Packers and the Broncos and tell us why you're picking the Broncos because you're <laughs> – let's go. I am not taking the Broncos, that's for sure. Green Bay by, minus one and a half at, at Denver. Didn't even need to hear it. Got it. Give me Jordan Love to just throw 565 yards and 18 touchdowns. There you go, I'll take it. You can juice Thank that you. One. There it is. I'll take that. It's not, it's not juice. It's queso. It's different. Hey. That doesn't Got sound that. as good. The juice is loose. And that is the slate. That is the Sunday slate and Monday slate. Correct. Week seven, baby. Week seven. All right. Correct. Can't wait. Can't wait. That's it, boys. We did it once again. Congratulations. We got through Jeremy's well done. escapades over there, too. <laughs> Jeremy's uh, Jeremy is uh is currently seven games back from five hundred. He will need a big week to really get back on track, but he can slowly do it throughout the season. It's a long season. It is. Um, he can do it. I'm two games back from Seth, so I'm full fully confident I'm going to be able to take that over, especially with this excellent dynamite Minnesota pick that Seth refuses to believe in. We're gonna get there, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I can't wait! I can't wait till. Uh... I can't wait till next week so I can hear what you guys have to say. So I like being on this side of things where I can team up with Jeremy and just make Seth the common enemy. <laughs> Jeremy likes that. It feels really good, doesn't it? <laughs> There's something about going after Seth that just feels significantly better. It just feels right. It does. Now when it's me and you and Zach debating whether Sean Hill or Christian Ponder's more talented i understand where i might be the guy to die on the hill but the great the great vikings quarterback debate of 2015 has really spurned us to this moment it was a good one (laughs) seth how are we feeling i'm feeling good man you know you disrespect to the niners who are probably the best team in football (laughs) i mean i I was shocked Jeremy took the the Niners at first, and then he saw you went to Minnesota, and he's like, "Well, hey, since I since I have a friend in Minnesota, I might as well take him too." He didn't want to. He didn't want to ride taking, that train alone. I'm just going off the two factor rule Jeremy laid out for the Falcons earlier. It's just like you know, if all of, if if it wasn't this case, if it, if San Francisco didn't have all the injuries they have, plus if they weren't on the road, if one of those things wasn't true, I'd be picking San Francisco. However, I, I just want to remind you guys, Kirk Cousins is still the quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings, and he's not playing <laughs> at noon on Sunday. I just want to remind you that as well. Listen, Jeremy, you don't go after my dog, Kirk, like that. Okay? Kirk O'Chains. 
Kirk, Kirk Coupons is going to be handing them out all Monday night. That's for sure. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. We shall see. I think that's that's a good way to end it. You know what? Jeremy took the power, quick, so I'll uh, give him a pass. I'll well, give him a pass comment. there. One quick comment. Whether it, the Vikings win, lose, or draw, I really want to see Brock Purdy have a bad game. Just to get our common enemy set. Oh, and he did. He did have fine. He finally had a bad one last week. So it could hey, be coming again. I stand by my takes. The team that I watch the second most in the NFL right now is the 49ers. You want to know because why? Because I'm like, I'm Owen, sitting like, You want to know why? Let me tell you why. Is he scared? He's scared. <laughs> I will tell you this. If my Eagles roll up to a game fully healthy, there's not a team in the league stopping them. I am supremely confident in that. I am possibly more confident hey, in that. We'll than find out on life. Sunday. Dolphins are relatively healthy. Obviously, without we're not a chain. The Eagles are not. The Eagles are not. <laughs> well, we're, yeah, we're but it's serious. Who, who's fully healthy at this time of the year? You know, you get into the midway point of the season and teams are never going to be yeah, fully only, healthy. If you account for a uh, nickel cornerback, we're only coming in with one healthy secondary player. Reed's out. Darius might be out. It's probably going to be Justin Evans and Tremaine back, Tremaine back there. Bradbury's in. Maddox is out. Roby come in for Maddox. He's out. He might go to IR already. Nicobe Dean come back last week. I know. Uh, Jalen Carter should be back. That's kind of going to be our saving grace. I think the Eagles are going to win that game. That's right. The Eagles are going All to right. win in that game. I know. Strictly through the ground game, offensive defense. All right. Interesting. I'm going to cut you off there before you go on a 20-minute tangent on the Eagles. So, with that being said, enjoy the weekend. Good luck to everybody. And, Owen, enjoy the Red Zone. And of course, have a great weekend at the Red Zone, folks. Adios. 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 Have a great weekend at the Red Zone.